Show. Hi, this is Rachel. And this is Natalie. And we are the Insta Mamas. We are sisters with a podcast and we talk about everything from faith, healthy, clean living, adoption, foster care, motherhood, and everything in between. Thanks for listening. We're so excited to do a special episode of the Insta Mamas. So, we realized that there have been a lot new of new listeners, and right now we're in season three, and we just wanted to go back and kind of introduce ourselves and tell you where we're at and kind of why we started this whole crazy thing and um, just kind of introduce ourselves to some of our new listeners and some people that might not know us. Mm-hmm. I'm Rachel. And I'm Natalie. And, and we are sisters with the podcast. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Insta Mamas. Well no, that's we are the Insta Mamas. And we are the Insta Mamas because we're both mothers through adoption. Mm-hmm. And you kind of become a mom instantly. Yeah. And like one day, like you know, when you're pregnant, you have like nine months and you watch the baby grow inside you and grow in front of you. But when you're especially a foster mom, <laughs> One day you don't have a kid in the house, and the next you do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Rachel's a foster mom. I we had adopted my daughter through international adoption. We're going to talk more about that. But um, how we got started was kind of funny. Yeah. And, and we've changed a lot. If you go and listen to our early episodes, Rachel was saying this, that um, we've been on a faith journey the last couple of years. Like Yeah. A, a lot of change of hearts, you know. And change of circumstance. Natalie wasn't... Natalie was a mom, but she didn't have her... I was an expecting mother. She didn't have her child yet. So even when we first started the podcast, she was still waiting to get the call. Yeah, we had been matched with our daughter, but we hadn't been able to travel yet. Yeah, and I was a single mom going through a divorce. Wow. (laughs) And that was a situation that seemed... Literally, you can tell Natalie as my sister, if I would have told you then that my husband and I would eventually get back together... She would have been like, no way. Yeah. And it would have been really hard to even believe that, and it was hard for me to believe that. But God had different plans. And it's funny because I go back and I listen to the first episode compared to now the episodes that I listen to, and I can just see how my faith has changed. And not only has God restored my marriage, but God has restored me. And even in those earlier days as a single mom, and I think where a lot of us are, we just that same cultural Christianity And you can kind of see that throughout the podcast and our later podcast, how we are more focused on Christ. And we wanted to make our podcast about that and edifying and bringing the glory back to God. So now our podcast is on topics of faith, motherhood, adoption, healthy, clean living, foster care, and everything in between. So those are kind of the topics we finally landed on. But honestly, you could say any topic and I swear... We almost have an episode about it, um, but we really wanted to focus on foster and adoption, foster care and adoption, because that's our motherhood journey stories, always under the blanket of our faith, I mm-hmm. guess. And we are Christian Faith, it's a Christian podcast, and um, because there were a lot of podcasts, we love listening to podcasts, so we're, we yeah. listen to podcasts, that's how you know we're old. And we're not old, we're just in our early 30s, very <laughs> early for some of us. I'm side-parting my hair. I'm I'm middle part. I'm pretty hip. I'm cool. (laughs) But I still like me some skinny jeans. So, anyways, we um, we were in the car one day. How did we start it? Because we love listening to podcasts. And we're like, oh, yeah. And we were talking about, we're like, there's not very many podcasts on adoption and foster care. There's maybe a handful. And then you go into, like, the Christian-based one, and then there's one or two. 
And I was like, we should start a podcast about foster care and adoption and the wide range of all different types of adoption because international adoption, foster adoption, domestic adoption, stepchild adoption. Yeah, there's um, all kinds of adoption. adoption. And the, just bringing awareness and tearing down the stigmas because, you know, you see a lot of stuff on TV and in media, and it always brings a negative light. And I think people like to see the more yeah. gruesome stories and the more heartfelt stories. And yes, granted, nowadays we're seeing more heartfelt stories towards adoption and more support towards adoption, but there are so many stigmas around biological families, around adoption families, around foster care, like, oh, they only do it for the paycheck, or oh, the white savior complex, all those things, and those are just not if you get into the community for five minutes you're gonna be like oh okay well, so and we I wanted think it, to bring rea- sorry, yeah, reality reality and light we talk over each other because oh, we're yeah. sisters mm-hmm. and we've been sisters for a long time yeah <laughs> but we realized like we have this back and forth and we just we it's so crazy how similar our stories are but we were like best friends growing up and went to high school together just a year apart from one mm-hmm. another and Rachel was driving the car when I was in my first car wreck. Scared the living daylights out of me. Made me not want to get my license for a oh long God, time. I think you blame that on me. But <laughs> yeah. But it's so cool because one day we were driving together because we do that a lot. We like to run our errands together because... Uh, it's just more fun going grocery shopping with your friends. Yeah, and going to the bank and all that fun stuff. So um, we're like, what if we what if we had a podcast? Or, t- you know, because when we were growing up, we always had fake news channel stuff oh, we did yeah. I didn't even think about that and like talk shows like and oh. we evolved, we did <laughs> fake cooking shows you know <laughs> and made stupid videos growing up and we're creative people we both love to sing Rachel's a very talented singer um we oh I, you are such a beautiful we singer. love to sing and do instruments and all kinds of stuff and write we love to write and just be creative and Rachel's a great poet and um just we're like what can we do to get a creative outlet like mm-hmm. um that's just something we've never done before and and so we're like what if we did a podcast yeah and i was like okay we're in the car we have 20 minutes before we get to our destination let's just pick a topic and see if we can fill that airtime of 20 minutes and, and stay focused on that topic yeah and we're like if we can do that for 20 minutes we can record a 20 minute podcast and as you will see, almost all of our podcasts are about an hour. This will be the shortest podcast we have if we can keep it under 30 minutes, which yeah. is the plan. But yeah, we we started, uh, so then we just did it. So we picked a topic. I don't even know what it was. Probably just adoption or foster care or something. Well, I think we wanted to start on healthy, clean living. And just to caveat, we do have healthy, clean living. And even a couple weeks ago, I said, hey, Natalie, maybe we should take that out of our mission statement. And she was like, no. So in the beginning, Natalie at one point had lost 70 pounds and I had lost 50 pounds. And so that was another way we wanted to reach out to moms. And we were also figuring out just like healthy, clean living. We don't like to say weight loss or that kind of stuff or specific diets wrong because it's a journey yeah and it's and it's we're definitely on a different spectrum and and we're not arrived yet but healthy clean living is a mental emotional and physical thing so we definitely keep that in so I think we talked about just kind of our weight loss journeys on that fake episode because we weren't recording anything and then we're like 20 minutes later we're like what 
We mm-hmm. talked and we mm-hmm. had this back and forth and it was so fun. And then what did your daughter say? She was in the back seat and she's like, oh, mom, Auntie Nana, you guys talk for a long time. <laughs> we're like, well, we can record what we're talking. And we just wanted it to be more like, hey, if you were in the kitchen with us having a conversation over coffee, join our conversation. And that's really what it's been. We've been in my kitchen or Rachel's kitchen and just... And so we, we didn't know how to do it. So I went to the library, which is my favorite place on the planet. Not really. <laughs> but I love the library. And I checked out a podcasting kit and some books about podcasting. And I started reading. And my husband does a lot of the audio stuff for our church. And so he showed me a free program I can use. And we just started it. I know there's like a lot of people like, I want to learn something new. But they're so afraid of starting it. And I think something that our parents taught us to do is like just do just it just go for it just try it i mean what's the worst we can do it's not like we had anything we're like if one person listens to it which is probably our mom <laughs> was our first listener thank you mom um <laughs> yeah because you know she's gonna be listening to this <laughs> she texts us every week to tell us how she, she liked gives the podcast feedback, but she it's also so like, write a review mom she's like oh i don't know how to do that I'm like well thanks for texting me your review mom you owe us a five-star review okay <laughs> so <laughs> but anyway so um we're like, why don't we just start doing this? And even if we touch one mom, mm-hmm. or even if we encourage one person to adopt, and we decided at the beginning we'd be very open about our adoption journeys, because mm-hmm. um, some people hide it. Some people do not tell their kids they're adopted. And we're like, yeah. oh, so we wanted to be very open. And, and adoption is something we celebrate in our house. Like oh, on yeah, our daughter's, party. Yeah, on our daughter's gotcha days every year, we have a big celebration. A gotcha day is the day you, if you don't Oh, yeah, it. it's the day you adopt. The adoption was finalized or the day you brought them home the day you gotcha and so for us we like to have it's kind of like a second birthday for it really is yeah for Natalie it's so fun because she adopted her daughter from India and so we made Indian food and mm-hmm. decorated the house and had Indian music playing mm-hmm. and so it's more um, for us it's more a family affair whereas birthdays we like to celebrate with our friends and everybody mm-hmm. so it just you a lot of adoptive families do that but and we just wanted to bring a different voice into media because unfortunately there have not been a lot of positive things about adoption and so mm-hmm. we were really excited so we started doing it and we've grown and it's been really cool because as we've done this other moms and women have come to us and been like I have a story to tell Mm-hmm. And some have been connected to adoption, some haven't been, and we made, and a lot of them are just our friends that we have interviewed, um, and they have amazing stories to tell. I'm like, we should just have an interview podcast, and we'll just interview everyone in our church, because yeah, <laughs> we didn't realize the diversity, and just the strong stories, and I think one thing about motherhood, too, is so many times you feel like, I'm the only one going through this. I'm so isolated because as moms in today's world, we are isolated. Mm -hmm. And so this kind of brings a light for moms to know, hey, this is normal. Yeah, this Mm -hmm. wasn't so normal. But hey, I went through something like that. And it just kind of brings a light to all walks. And what we're learning is whether you became a mom through adoption, through IVF, through foster care, through just accident or on purpose, whatever your story or if infertility and then later had a baby or whatever your story is, there's these like universal um, themes in motherhood. And so what are some of the topics we've done? We've done why are moms so lonely? Um, that was during COVID, like the height of a lot of the COVID stuff where 
people were just not leaving their houses. We did 20 things to leave in 2020. <laughs> yes. We've talked about foster care and adoption a lot, obviously. We've talked about health journeys. We've talked about um, healthy things to easy, healthy things to feed your children. We've talked about getting your kids in nature. All the topics are around kind of around motherhood. Mm -hmm. um, we've also interviewed um, an occupational therapist is coming on the podcast and she talks about getting kids tested and extra help for occupational things. What are some other moms that we've interviewed? We've interviewed a mom who up and took her family and traveled internationally. We've interviewed another, oh, yeah, they're missionaries now. We've interviewed another adoptee. We've interviewed one mom I don't want to say because we haven't posted her yet, and I don't want to give away her story because it is so, so good. Yeah, but a very unique story, but then also kind of, um, even we, with adopting our daughter, had a very similar story, even though they had their child um, biologically. So, I mean, really great story. Yeah, and then, of course, getting different perspectives. We had a mother who talked about homeschooling her children, mm -hmm. and then we had a mother who talked about her birth stories, which obviously Natalie and I cannot We've attest to never at given all. Birth. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, it sounds and tough. And some of that I was like, oh. And there's a traumatic birth story that, that one of the moms talks about. Yeah. And we had um, a gal come on who was um, um, a Native Alaskan who... Um, talks about the Indian Child Welfare Act, which makes it very difficult to adopt children who are Native American, and kind of her story. Very, very sad, very hard story, but she was so brave to come on and tell us, mm -hmm. and even thanked us afterwards, and just, she said, I've been, I know I need to tell my story, I know I've gone through these terrible things, so that I could share them. Yeah. And she's a beautiful, God's restored her life, beautiful person, and she has a, a beautiful daughter, and I'm so blessed to have her in my life, and her story was just amazing. We've also um, interviewed, oh, who am I not thinking of? Yeah, the missionary family, just moms that have done it, like, all different walks of life. Mm -hmm. And um, we always... We try to ask them, like, what would you say to encourage moms? And they're always so encouraging. We usually cry a lot during yeah. the interviews. And yep. so we're just, we're so excited what it's become. Mm -hmm. And so um, we just wanted to introduce ourselves a little bit more detail. Um, and then obviously, you'll, if you continue to listen to the podcast, you'll know so much about us. You might be sick of it by the end. But, yeah. And then we'll end this with kind of just explaining where we want to go in the future and what we're excited about. So... I'm Natalie, and I know our voices are similar because we're yeah. very biologically similar. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your foster care? Or not, I'm like foster care. You never did foster care. But a little bit about your adoption. As quick as you can make it. She does have a two-part episode about her adoption story, and there's just so much more that she could add into it. And that. also, just, yeah, we have a Facebook page and an Instagram and we talk, go into more detail kind of with some of our stories in there. But um, I, my husband and I are going on nine years of marriage. And, oh gosh, uh, five, almost six years ago, we, we, we just knew from the whole time we were married that we were going to adopt. Like, we never struggled with infertility. Thank you, Jesus. We just decided plan A was to adopt. Mm -hmm. And so we looked into all the things and research, but we had to... We had some goals. We wanted to be like further in our careers and own a house and stuff. 
And once we got that done, I think we bought our house. And then the next weekend, I was like, okay, adoption, let's do it. My husband's like, oh, are you serious, Natalie? But, um, <laughs> but he was excited about it, too. So we started our process. We were adopting from Ethiopia. And um, we were almost matched with a child. And the country closed. And there's been a lot of um, turmoil, if you follow the news, in Ethiopia. And our hearts were shattered. I mean, we were so ready to adopt from there. We'd spent two years and almost, I think, two adoption agencies and all our money. I mean, we didn't care about the money. Yeah, the money, but it's still, that's a lot of money to lose. Even though you're like, well, we want our child. Like, that's what's more important. Is yeah, we didn't even think about the money till days later. We were just mourning that we wouldn't be able to adopt a child. And, and at first it was all up in the air, but it was really And hard. that you had been waiting for We'd so long. We'd been waiting for two years, and we were kind of at the end of the waiting process. So we prayed and cried and prayed and cried a lot and mourned that. We took several months to mourn it. It was, it was sad. Like we had had this idea of what our family would look like and it wasn't going to happen. And then we said, Lord, like, did we hear you wrong? Like, are we still supposed to adopt? And very clearly the Lord was like, yep. And then we said, well, did we mishear you about foster or domestic? There's kind of three main ways to adopt foster, domestic, and um, through foster care. And he said, nope. Your calling is international. So we started adopting from India, long story long. Um, two years later, we got to travel to India. And everything that could go wrong went wrong. Um, we were supposed to be there two or three weeks. We were there for seven weeks. Um, we were supposed to get custody of our daughter the day we got into India. And it took almost three weeks to get custody of her. Mm. Um, we, yeah, it was just... A roller coaster after a roller coaster and it was so crazy because I was writing about it yesterday I'm probably gonna do a blog post about it but I said Lord thank you for the trials because we needed to go through four years of adoption of like the adoption journey to be written all the trials and all the things that were difficult and all the pain and I'm not just talking just adoption like all the things that were going on in our personal lives mm. we had to go through all that pain to be able to be strong enough to adopt our daughter, which is just crazy because I'm like, oh yeah, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials. Most of us don't think, consider because, it pure yeah. joy. <laughs> because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. Yeah, so basically like trials are good. Because they produce perseverance. And that is, that's me paraphrasing it, but mm -hmm. I'll put the actual scripture in the show notes. But anyways, I realize how good God is. And when I, I have a whole blog post, I'll link it here in the show notes. But um, it's all about the first time I met my daughter and how perfect it was. And how she knew who I was. It was crazy. And her, um, her caregivers and all the women were crying when I held her. And they said, she know her mama. Mm -hmm. And she clung to me. I mean, it was this beautiful thing. Because they said, don't expect her to, like, know who you are. Or, like, clean. Like, she might not even let you pick her up. Like, you know, you're a stranger. And you look very different than the Indian women who have been taking care of her. And I said her name. And she looked right at me. And she she went into my arms. And I held her. And we cried. She didn't cry. But I held her and cried. And the caregiver said, she know her mama. She mm. do. And so that was, that's kind of my trip to motherhood, but that's the shortest way I could explain it. But um, 
And I think I'll say too, I'm still lacking in some. But things. I think too, <laughs> with even bringing your daughter home and all the trials you've had with her, those four years prepared you for that. And I feel like even in your marriage, like you guys can go through anything in our, your marriage now and walk forward because yeah. of what you went through in India and the adoption process. And India was hard. We had to go through very difficult things while we were there. It's a beautiful country. Some of the best food I've ever had in my whole life. Very hard things we had to see mm-hmm. and endure and go through. And, and, and she kind of, writes a lot about that on our blog post yeah, and on our Facebook page. It's Instamamas, Nat, and Rash. On Facebook, it's not rage, but <laughs> but, um, but it's crazy. She even, writes a lot. Even our art. I was thinking about art. So we're sisters, you know, and we grew up together, and we're very similar. Grew up as friends. We always got along. But our daughters, except for when we didn't, mm-hmm. yeah. well, our daughters were both born in 2017. Mm-hmm. They were both adopted in 2019. And they are, we joke that they were best friends in 2020. Bob, best friends and frenemies. But <laughs> and now in 2021, they're kind of best friends, frenemies. And but they do love each other. They really do. I mean, they they are like a sister relationship. Like they they really argue are. like sisters, but then they love. Like and they sisters. pull the best out of each other and bring out the worst. But <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So that's kind of our short story to how we became parents. Rachel's is quite different and I love her story and she has a whole a couple episodes on foster care and how what led them to her daughter but well and my husband and I we struggled with infertility but when we first became foster parents we had no idea that we would have trouble getting pregnant and here's seven years later mm-hmm. we're still struggling with infertility but it's just like it's the God's goodness through everything and we had a lot of troubles in our marriage and we fostered, and we fostered 26 children. 26? Oh, my goodness. Through four years. Uh, the, some of them was just a quick overnight. This kid needs a place to stay for an overnight. Some of them were for a weekend. And then our longest placement, we had a sibling group for two years. And that was a really hard, hard loss. And this is what happened with that, just real quick. Well, because we had the four kiddos. The youngest we only had for five months because she was... We brought her home from the hospital, and then the, they ended up going home after five months. And it was looking like adoption because... But you had had the older siblings for almost two years. Yeah, and so... So it was four kids total? Yeah, it was four kids. We actually had all five at one point, but the oldest had a different dad than the younger four, so he ended up moving with his dad. But the four younger ones that lived with us all had the same mom and dad, so we were able to keep them together. But at one point, we had all five siblings, just not a the same time and so that loss it really did feel like a death like I felt I had my whole family I had my four kids I had my whole family we were doing good we were doing great and the kids and I just clicked and connected and then it just they went home and it was a beautiful story of how that family was restored and that was God's plan I mean they had biological parents and that biological tie wasn't broken. And that's a beautiful thing. There's going to be a lot of heartache and there's going to be a lot of growth in that family. But it's 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 hard. But And that's where you just trust the Lord. But it was really cool seeing that restoration. And I still keep in contact with the mom. And she'll send me texts every once in a while. But I kind of distance myself a little bit because 
it's very difficult when you're the parent for two whole years and then they're just gone. Well, and you go more into it in your, our foster care episode, but um, yeah, it's healthy. You're there as a support during the transition, mm-hmm. but at some point you got to stop being mom. Yeah, and kind of step back a little bit. Yeah. And then shortly after that, my daughter Ariana came to us. And I was still in a place of mourning, and my marriage was just not in a good place. But we went through with the adoption, and we had a lot of, there was not very much unity. And it kind of just, after her adoption, it just kind of all blew up. Now, my daughter is my daughter. Like, I knew. Like, when we adopted her, there was no going back. Like, she is my daughter. And so it kind of just blew up, and then we started to... We were going through a divorce. I moved states away from my husband to Idaho to come live with my sister Natalie. <laughs> and but God just That's covered a crazy us. Season. It's just such a crazy season. God covered us so much in His grace. And then we are going to do a whole nother podcast on how my husband and I came back together because that's a whole nother long story. But the other night, I was coming down the stairs. And she was laying next to him on the couch, and they were laughing, and they were reading stories together. And I just think, like, God, I could have missed all this. I could have missed all this. And you are so merciful that you gave me my family back. And our daughter is so much like us. Like, you would not... And people are so surprised when they find out she's adopted, because they're like, really? Like, her personality is mine to a T. She narrates her life in song. She's so clumsy. She, you know, she has... The appetite of her dad, you know? So, I mean, that's kind of our story. So, we were foster parents, and then she came to us as one of our foster child. But even that story, wasn't it kind of like, it's unique that babies come up for adoption? Yeah, it's very unique. Because you weren't necessarily fostering to adopt. No, yeah. You were fostering with the opportunity to adopt if it came up, right? Yeah, when we first got into fostering, our first foster child was a 13-year-old boy that we had both worked with at a group home. So literally, we went from not being parents to raising a 13-year-old boy, who I just love. And I can't even believe that he's going to be 19 next month. Like, it what? blows my mind. But, and I still keep in contact with all the teenagers that I fostered. And those, every single, every single 26 of those children, they left some kind of impact on me. And I love every single child that came into my home, even the ones that were difficult. And so I go into more detail about the foster, kind of foster care adoption part of it. Um, But yes, Ariana came into our lives when it was a very difficult season, and yet God has blossomed that into something beautiful. And we are a family, and I love my small little family. And we still struggle with infertility, and I don't know what the future holds. I do believe that God has promised us more children, whether that's through foster care, whether that's through biological, I, I don't believe there's any wrong way really to grow a family as long as you're walking in God's will with it. Yeah, and it's, oh, there's so much more we could get into, but basically we just wanted to give you guys a quick, you know, into our lives, what our lives look like right now. I am a stay-at-home mom, and my daughter has special needs that some of them are, are a result of having lived in an orphanage, and so we have four therapies a week about to be five therapies and which is a blessing that we are able to financially we are in a special program to help us afford it and then also um, that we live in a place that has all these specialty therapies Um, so my life is very busy taking her to appointments some weeks 
it's every day of the week we have an appointment mm-hmm. and um so but her she is a singer she brings so much joy she's nonverbal, but she has her own way of communicating and oh and she's so musically talented mm-hmm. and she's gorgeous we're just i just look at her sleeping sometimes like god how am i so blessed to have this cuddly who trusted us like that was another thing the social worker asked us like how's when we got back they said how how's attachment going and we said and bonding we're like it's kind of a miracle like it was horrible that we had to be like away from home so long but because we were with her for so long in her country we actually it was a blessing she learned to trust us in a place she was familiar with mm-hmm. and she's been so brave to love us and choose us to be her parents honestly like I think it's been such a blessing uh, but nowadays we like to get outside she likes to be outside a lot more than I do <laughs> and uh, but yeah we just we love to listen to music together and take walks and and we're really excited for all the swimming and splash pads this summer yes what are you up to in life right now well Richie? I am a working mom right now but I will be staying home this summer and so I work in a Montessori school. I teach four through six as an assistant teacher, and I really love my students. My students are amazing, <laughs> and um, it's an interesting age group, I will say that. But <laughs> I, I am looking forward to staying home with my daughter this summer and just that bonding. I do really miss getting to be with her more. I miss her throughout the day. I just miss her. I come home, and I just want to squeeze and love on her, and she just wants to play and be independent. But we like taking bike rides together. We love hiking. We love hiking. Hiking is our hikers. That's our favorite thing. We love to hike, and she loves to hike too. Um, And she's quite an athletic little girl. So I have to keep her moving because if she doesn't keep moving, then she's going to destroy my house. Oh my gosh, she's wonderful. And I get to spend a lot of time with her because I watch her in the afternoons. And um, she is so wonderful. She's so sweet. And she's a prayer warrior. She, yeah, she, she like, prays with, like, intensity. Yeah, she was on her knees last night praying, like, God, give me gentleness and faithfulness. And she, like, named all the fruits of the Spirit. And I was just kind of sitting there like, good job. Yeah, nice way to go. But our, our daughters are best friends. We're best friends. And it's kind of this amazing journey that we get to go through life together. And um, I do feel like our other mom friends totally get our experience. But there's something about being in a community with people that really get it if you've ever been a foster parent or adoptive mm-hmm. parent. Um, but like we said, all moms go through very similar things, and we love to have all moms listen and get something out of it and be blessed. Um, and, but that's the thing. We just want to bless people. Yeah, because we noticed with other, other podcasts when writing to them and saying, why don't you do more stuff on foster care and adoption? And people would say, well, that's not a big enough audience to reach. And so we would really be doing a podcast for a smaller audience but really, we are living in a broken world, and foster care, adoption, even like step-parent adoption, is becoming more and more prevalent. And it's sad because, yeah, families deserve to be together. Restoration is a beautiful thing when you get to see it. But sometimes what Satan meant for harm, God means for good. And so he's able to bring beauty out of the ashes of a broken family. And even if it is a small audience, those small audience deserve to have some place that they can go to and listen and feel heard and feel like, yeah, I get that too. I I mourn 
that I didn't know my daughter as a newborn baby, that I didn't get to smell that newborn smell on her or tickle her tummy or see her first laugh, you know. She came to us when she was about nine months old when she first started transitioning. And so, yeah, that's still technically a, a newborn, but I missed so many firsts with her, you know. And yeah, and I missed the first two years of my daughter's life. Yeah, and we don't have photos of that either. And I have photos. We don't even know what the first eight, nine months because she was put in orphanage at about nine months old. So we don't yeah. know her story before that. We don't know anything about her biological family. That's yeah. something we have to mourn. But I think it's beautiful because as Christians, we're all adopted into God's family. Mm, yeah. And seriously, all of us, um, I get it now. <laughs> I really understand yeah. that being adopted into God's family because... Um, how much you just love your kid. It doesn't, yeah. It, it doesn't matter that they're not biologically yours. It doesn't even occur to you. love them. Like, most of the time, it doesn't even occur to you. And I really, I love that, you know, it was, in a perfect world, adoption wouldn't exist. But there's this horrible thing that happens when families are torn apart. But God makes it this beautiful thing. And we wouldn't have our families if it weren't for adoption. Yeah, and I can't imagine my yeah. life. Mm-hmm. With all my daughter, she's so funny. Oh, we're about to cry. Oh my gosh, she's it's so not funny. a podcast if we don't talk about the library, and if we, we don't cry, cry, and if we don't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the Insta Mamas. But we are really excited about the future because we have some exciting things coming up. We are going to be selling some merchandise with our new Insta Mamas logo. That's super cute. It's really beautiful, and I just it encapsulates everything we are and I just love it and we are not for profit oh um, yeah not at all we are the only ones doing this it's on a computer with a secondhand microphone in our yeah, kitchen yeah we got the microphone off uh, what was it it's Facebook marketplace, marketplace. Yeah. yeah in my sister's kitchen she does all the editing I do all the social media stuff so it's just the two of us and I'm working full time right now so that's a lot on our plates so eventually we would like to be able to have this be kind of, I guess, what some call their side hustle, you know. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, we have to grow our podcast. And so we're kind of putting ourselves out there more. We have spoke on a MOPS group before. They have guest speakers come to their support group. It's a moms of preschoolers. And so we have spoken at that before. And we would like to do more guest speaking on foster care adoption, on motherhood, and that's because we, we do kind of feel like we have a unique story to tell. Yeah, and people want to hear it. We've had very positive feedback. We just want more people to have an opportunity to hear it. And so we're probably going to be bringing on sponsors mm-hmm. and um, selling some merchandise. We're going to be doing some farmers markets this summer. You know, we do lots of Facebook lives, and mm-hmm. we just did a giveaway of a Sephora gift card for a mom to have a. Uh, you know some pampering of herself so yeah we are excited to grow this and please like subscribe share do all the things mm-hmm. add us on social media we are insta mamas nat and rach on um, instagram and facebook and we also have an email insta mamas gmail oh, sorry insta mamas 19 at gmail.com mm-hmm. and at the end of the day we are just two moms we are not experts in our field, we are not, I, I guess, how do we say that? We we are still learning as we go. I don't want to come off as sounding really prideful no. in this podcast. Like, oh, we are just talking from our own experience. In our and when life. we don't have an experience, we like to bring in other people that do have experience in that. 
and um, we would like to do more of that. We have mm-hmm. a lot of interviews planned, and so we just we're just telling it like it is from our point of view, and yeah. and it's a beautiful thing to get other people's stories out there and give them a chance. And even moms have told us you've been on our podcast, like wow. That opened up a whole new perspective for this for me. Our telling my story was healing in a way. Or I I really want other mothers to hear what I went through so they know they're not alone in this. That they don't have to go through it themselves or go through it alone. And it just reminds me how beautiful motherhood and sisterhood is. Mm-hmm. Not just we're sisters, but sistershood as sisters in Christ and as women in general. How when we bring that to each other, it really empowers women. Yeah, so we're really excited what we're going for in the future, and we absolutely love our listeners. We love to hear from you guys. We like to do topics when you suggest them. We try to, if it's not something we understand or know a lot of, we try to get resources and bring it to you. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of blog posts. We do a lot of writing. Oh, Natalie is such a gifted writer. Oh, my goodness. You have to go and read her stuff because it's like, wow. So, yeah, we... Our sisters with a podcast that both adopted our daughters in the same year and have gone on this crazy journey of motherhood together and we'd love to share it with you guys so um, thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening.